Chapter 1. Nevris Jareth Ladner ran down Dyer's Alley in Althos, winded but not daring to stop. He swung left down Chaplin's Lane, where the lanterns cast a crazy patchwork of light across cobbles, uneven enough to give even the night guard pause. His lungs hurt, but he didn't slow down and didn't dare glance back. The occasional passerby stared at him as he flashed past, but he ignored them. Several times he stumbled and fell, and blood dripped down his bare leg from a skinned knee. The outskirts of town were silent, with almost everyone already indoors for the night. His recent past was a blur, with snatches of it flitting by in his head like birds, flapping and confusing him with their unsteady rhythm. The kiss. The unexpected shock of it. The glimpse of the autumn lands through the nevrous man's golden eyes. At last, exhausted, Jareth ducked behind a low wall that ran along the fields just outside of town and looked back. It was quiet. There was nothing but blackness crisscrossed by the lamplight at even intervals. Almost sobbing, he sat down with his back to the wall and curled up into himself, scarcely noticing the pain that traced the lines of his ribcage or even the bright line of red on his leg. Ever so slowly, his heavy breathing eased and his jumbled mind began to sort things out. He had been walking to the smithy in the early morning when the Nevers caravan had passed him by. Six wagons of merchandise from the autumn lands, covered with heavy tarps, crossing through town on its way to the stables on the far side of the village. A stranger had drawn his attention. An outrider for the caravan. Tall and slender where Jareth was stocky and muscled, he was a young man, more or less Jareth's own age. His blonde hair had been pulled back behind his pointed ears, the mark of the Nevris. He moved with a quiet and restrained grace. His eyes were wide and golden, and they'd met his as Jareth crossed the town square on his way to Prentice to the blacksmith. The man's gaze had filled Jareth with something hot and impulsive, a sense of anticipation, something that he had no name for. Then he'd been gone. Jareth had spent the long, dizzying hours of work in the smithy, hammering out heated metal into a new plowshare for Farmer Angus, the hot breath of the bellows tempered only by the cool springtime air from outside, trying to forget those eyes. The heat of the oven only served to fuel the heat he felt inside, until he thought he might explode. Sent home at last, well after nightfall, he'd heard a whispered voice in the dark alleyway between the alchemist shop and the rutting crow. Jareth had looked around to see if anyone was watching, then slipped into the alley, his heart beating faster and the bulge in his pants stiffening. The man had kissed him hard and rough, and he'd returned the kiss passionately as the Nevers man pulled him close. Never in his eighteen years had he felt like that, the aching need of it that burned through him at the Nevers man's touch. Jareth had inhaled the masculinity of him, his male musk, and had found himself both aroused and frightened, riding the surge of animal hunger the kiss had unleashed. Now his breathing came more slowly, more evenly, the chill night air cooling the sweat on his brow. He traced the remembered outline of the Nevers man in the air before him, feeling anew the surge of energy that had pulsed through him as they touched. Something had awoken inside of him. Or maybe he had awoken. Whichever it was, his life before suddenly seemed dull, drab, and unfocused. His hand went unconsciously to the golden leaf that hung on a chain around his neck, hidden beneath his tunic, its delicate tracery a reminder of the mother who had given it to him just before she had died. Mama, if you could see me now, what would you think? His face flushed as he remembered again the sweet, long kiss, the crush of stubble against his cheek, and the exhilarating maleness of the other man's caress. Then the abruptness of their parting, his shirt ripped off as Billy Hansen pulled them forcibly apart and hauled them out onto Vander Street. 
Mayor Blackson had stared down at the two of them, a scattering of others gathered behind him in the dim light cast by the oil street lamps. Jareth, run home now. We'll take care of this nevers bastard. He spat the word out like it was something vile and disgusting. The other man, Jareth didn't even know his name, had been backed up against the lamppost, watching his captors warily. The mayor had turned to Jareth, who was still standing there, and snarled, Run home, boy, or you may take your share of the blame.